Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. from Boston, and nobody has a better Sebastian imitation than me. You ready? <clears throat> Listen, it's me, Biscuit. I got size nines, I ride a scooter, and I hold my nose when I jump in a body of water. Oh, yeah, and I got an itchy asshole. Lord, I mean, sorry. Goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is the Pete and Sebastian Show. With DJ Lou behind the glass coming to you every Friday on Sirius XM. And of course, always a podcast special. Sebastiani, what's up, brother? What's up? My name is Sebastian Maniscalco, comedian, along with Pete Corielli, DJ Lou. We're... Uh, Comedians getting together once a week to uh, talk about personal lives, professional lives, and anything in between. Um, I'd like to kick off the show by saying that uh, last night, um, my wife sleeps like a bear in hibernation. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh... I woke up at 2.30 in the morning to what I thought was a helicopter landing in the backyard. Uh, For those of you who live in Los Angeles, you do know that the uh, helicopter hovering above can be a weekly occurrence. Uh, I don't know when you lived out here in L.A., Pete, did you hear a lot of helicopters at night overhead? Yes, specifically like holidays, like Halloween Stuff like that. It was insane. Where I live, it's a weekly occurrence. But this one kind of hit home because it felt very close. And uh, I don't know if anybody out there has ever had the uh, the experience of having a helicopter light shine through your window. You ever get one of those? I had one on the roof. What, what happened here? <laughs> Walk us through this. <laughs> so I get up. The, the the light is close to my house, and I look at the camera outside. I got a camera outside on the driveway, and I see a guy speeding down the street in one of these, like, it's not a Segway, and it's not one of those electronic boards, but it's like a one-wheel. Have you ever seen this? It's like a unicycle, but you just hop on it. It's like a wheel. And you press press forward and you go. Where are your so feet? It's on two boards on the side of the wheel. Oh, all right. I've seen that thing. And you balance. I've stayed new. Yeah. Yes. I saw someone the other day. Me and Sadie were like, what the f- is yeah. that going on? So I see that guy whiz by in a car behind them. Then I see him whiz by again. And a minute later, I see a police officer down the street with the lights and, and, the, and the spotlight. Now I got the bird above. Now I'm starting to think, how the hell am I going to escape the house just in case, you know, you start playing like, uh, how am I going to get out of this situation in your head? You know, what am I going to do? Yeah. And the wife sound asleep. Now, in a case like this, I was thinking, let me let, let her sleep until things go down. Or then a half of me was thinking, let me get her up so we could prepare for what's about to happen. Yeah, you would, you know, I mean, if you're waking her up and going, run, and she's like, I wish I would have known sooner. And you're like, well, <laughs> it was going down 45 earlier, but I wanted to give you some sleep time, baby. Uh, yeah. It's like I was trying to figure out when to interrupt the sleep. So a little bit, a little bit of me is pissed off, though, that we got a helicopter on the roof, and you ain't getting up? 
Like, what is, what is it going to take? Well, you know, you could also look at it as a compliment to how safe she feels under a roof <laughs> being manned by you. <laughs> I, I'm still a little confused at, like, why anyone has to wake up anyway. You got, you got a, a, a little guy uh, rolling back and forth on a scooter outside and a cop trying to chase him. I don't see this as being a you situation yet. Well, I'm preparing for a me situation. I don't want to get woken up in the middle of the night either. A guy in my living room on a scooter. I'm peeking out the window. And I'm looking at my okay. neighbor's house like nobody else is up. I mean, nobody is up with lights on, looking at what's going on outside. I'm the only one. I'm on Twitter. I'm on this app that we got that, that my, my wife has on her phone that it's like a neighborhood app. If anything happens in the neighborhood, people start chiming in. What's going on with the helicopter? I don't know. I heard the police scanner say it's a, it's a robbery or whatever. So I get up into my, my bedroom again. I told my wife, there's a helicopter over the house. Oh, why are you waking people up? Uh, <laughs> you don't wake her up? Did you, no, you know what you got a little in you, I feel? The old Italian lady who can't not stick her head out the window every time she hears a noise <laughs> and put her hands on the windowsill. Who's down there? This is, this has nothing to do with you. I did, didn't we do this two or three weeks ago, Lou? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this guy, every time you hear a noise, <laughs> expecting the whole block to get up on the windowsills, man. Yeah, I go check the app you got to see what's going on. There's helicopters. There's a guy on a, a unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what's going on before I get to sleep, man. I I do it ever since, you know, you know Boston Strong, the little fucker was hiding in the boat. You know, these fuckers can get anywhere. You don't know that's, what's going on. That's right? what I'm saying. Plus, I coming know. off... Las Vegas shooting and shit like that. Nah. You know, I, yeah. I, I, so she yeah. gets up, she checks the app, nothing's going on in the neighborhood. The the helicopter, I say about five minutes after I woke up, my wife went away and everything went down to quiet. But I don't know. In the last month I've been thinking of kind of what ifs you know i got a baby now like what ifs this happens what if that happens yeah, yeah. and i took it to another level and i want to i want to share this knowledge with our listeners just in case they are in the same situation i am mm-hmm. i live in california i feel knock on wood i hope it doesn't happen but i feel an earthquake could be around the corner Mm-hmm. And what do you do in a tragedy like an earthquake? So my house is two levels. And I started to think, how do I get down from my second level? God forbid, if the first level is not accessible by the stairs. Mm-hmm. I went out to Amazon and ordered two 15-foot rope ladders that I could, that I could connect to the balcony and safely exit through a rope ladder down to the ground level. Do you have anything like that in your home? Man, this is bizarre. <laughs> I, I swear to you, two hours before this show, I'm on the phone with Jackie because it's a fire week at Sadie's in, in school. And Jackie's like, you know, guy, we have to talk about that. Sadie's even asking me, what does she do if there was a fire in, you know, her room and she couldn't get out of the room, the window? I go, the window has, she's above the porch roof. She can just go out onto the porch roof. Okay, and then what, guy? I go, then she can jump down onto the front lawn. Guy, you want a four-year-old girl to jump down 13 feet onto grass? I'm like, uh, if the house is burning, yeah. And then I put her on the phone. I had Sadie get on. I'm like, Sadie, would you jump off the roof? <laughs> oh I don't know, Daddy, if oh it was burning. I, where am I going to put a ladder, bro? Because well, that's what I'm going to ask you now. Where does the ladder go? If you got a, like, right outside her window is a roof, uh, uh, you know, to the porch. So where would this ladder go? In her room? Well, yeah. Well, the ladder is in the room. And then when oh, you it need is. it, when you need it, you unfold it. It's like rope, you know? It's like, it's nothing right. like... And then okay, you so, would so, attach so, it to a windowsill and let the rope kind of hang off the windowsill and then you would just climb down it. Now, why would you need that in an earthquake? For, in case your house went on fire? In case the house collapsed 
uh, we well, just then had you, the then fire. You don't we need a ladder if it collapsed. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm sorry to say. Well, what I'm saying well, is, it, let's uh, say where my stairs is, that yeah. collapsed, but where we are, it's still the second floor, and I can't oh, get down. Oh, you're going right? to James Bond the whole thing, and you're going to go, the ladder, wait, let's go get the ladder. <laughs> Bro, you got high expectations for yourself during oh, a, a 7.1 magnitude earthquake. <laughs> I mean, don't you think you're just going to be uh, huddling over your wife and daughter in a stairwell going, fuck! I mean, you, you think are. you're going to do this? You, you're doing that. Not with me, because I got my ladder. First, I'm throwing my daughter out the window. (laughs) (laughs) You you ain't doing no ladder. This is, come on, man. What do you mean I'm not doing a ladder? Listen, this is earthquake. This is also fire. We just had a big fire here in California. Absolutely. And, you know, God forbid anything happens. You know, I got two ladders on the east-west side of the home, just in case Mm -hmm. anything goes down. Secondly. Absolutely. I ordered a crowbar, okay? Now, I was in a discussion with a family friend, and she was telling me, just in case of a fire, stuff starts collapsing in the house, good to have a crowbar to crowbar yourself out of situations. All right, I want to do a test with you really quick, a one-second test. Are you ready? Yeah. You have two seconds, three seconds to answer this. Yeah. Where are your your fire extinguishers? One upstairs in the laundry room, another one underneath the sink in the kitchen. Now, I just right. bought those. Excellent. I just bought those. Whoa. Just got, just got those today. Yeah. Wow. Now, but I, I have had them for a while, but now you're inspiring me to test them. I haven't tested them in a long time. So. I would test them. I am, I am also got myself an uh, emergency kit, earthquake kit, and I've had that for a while. I bought another one. What's in a kit for an emergency earthquake? Flares, masks, um, <laughs> dry food, water, um, cell phone chargers, oh. portable. Sounds like a uh, North Korea kit, if you ask me. Uh, call it what you want. I got it. <laughs> Bro, come Come on with all this stuff. What are you doing, man? By the way, if anything went down, don't you think at this point in your career you just get a phone call from Seinfeld? There's a helicopter landing on your roof. Don't motherfuck this one away. This one's actually for you. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's better to be safe than sorry, and I'm stockpiling on emergency-type things here because... With the world we're living in, I don't know what's going to happen day in, day out. It's good to have a to-go bag. You take it. You run. I'm putting one in the car. I'm telling you, man. It's just like, do you have a reservoir of water just in case, you know, the water shuts off, the electricity goes. I'm getting a generator next week just in case the electricity goes down. I got backup. Where is all this? Is this... this Knee jerk from the wildfires. Where is this all coming this from? This is a culmination of of unexpected things going on in the United States, such as last uh, the the Las Vegas thing, uh, hurricanes that are hitting shore, uh, natural disasters, uh, earthquakes, fires, Harvey Weinstein. Shit's fucking happening, man. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Weinstein's grabbing ass, so you got to get dry food, freeze dry food. Uh, uh, listen, sounds to me like you just got to stop reading the news for a while. You got to take a time out from the news, man. That's it's maybe, it's over. Maybe, it's too much. No, maybe maybe you're right, but I think especially you, you have a child. Oh, don't even tell me to go get this shit, guy. You gotta you got to get it. Me? You got to get I, it. I, I, first of all, I have a crowbar in the garage. I'm not gonna. I, I, I mean. What's wrong? Nine one one. If I'm in a situation where I'm oh, using a crowbar, where is nine one one? If I'm already in crowbar mode, what is going on? As you would say. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if I if I call nine one one and say my house is on fire, in the meantime, I'll grab the crowbar. They should be there by the time the crowbar is out of the bag. Okay, if you call nine one one and there's a fires like we had here in the, in the California, they're gonna go. We're putting out your neighbor's uh, house right now. We'll get to you. 
I'm, I ain't waiting. I'm taking What's matters good? into my own hands. I might buy a fireman's hose tomorrow. You don't need none of that. The water's going to, what are you going to burn a plant in the mall three miles away? It's nothing. You're, you're not, it's, it's not, it's not going to, there's no woods right there. I, I don't care what it is. I don't care. I just want to be prepared for, for the anything. worst possible scenario. All right. Okay? All right. Well, well, all right. All right. I understand what you're saying. It sounds like you need a bigger house and you need a moat because. <laughs> Now, I just want to say my biggest fear, really my only fear, it's I don't live by earthquakes and fires, so yeah, is my apocalyptic fear is something, you know, like like you know, like let's say like the, what happened in Vegas, but it, somehow it's more seemingly racial, and then it leads to an all-out civil war of and not just like minorities, but like just. Well, let's say there's a, a storm and we lose electric in the entire country and the people are just going against each other, fighting for food, you know, that kind of situation. Yeah. That's what scares me, where, like, someone's just, there's a gang of people coming down my street, black, white, purple, yellow, it don't matter, and they all got guns and they're looking for gas and food. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's no more cops. There's no more nothing. You know, you're just yeah. on your own. So they say that the big thing to have, then, is not money. It's booze. That is going to become more important than money in an apocalyptic situation. Why? Are you going to be trading for liquor? Well, just look at Lou. Can you imagine uh, 20 Lou's coming down the street looking for, looking for fucking cigarettes? It's this, I mean, they would rape children for a pack of Marlboro Lights. It's the same thing magnified with the boozes, man. You're coming down looking for, you know, money's worth nothing. Lou, would you, I just have to ask, I was thinking about this the other day. If you were going to the electric chair and they said to you, you can either have one last meal of anything you want or just a pack of cigarettes and 45 minutes. A pack of cigarettes and a, and a light, yes. Wow. I was just having wow. to smoke before the show and I'm just like, this is the best cigarette I've had in so long and the guys will <laughs> never understand. They don't know this I feeling. Do, I do. I do. Bro, I appreciate that. After all these years of smoking and the goiters and the non-goiters and all that, that, that you can still light up a smoke and have a moment where it's the best one you've had in a long, long time. That's well, awesome. He, I got to ask you guys here something. Um, I, I booked a movie role where the character is a big smoker. Cool. How long will it take me to learn how to smoke, and can I do it in two weeks? Wow. So that's, first of all, congratulations, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Can we ask any further details about, about the flick or no? You know the movie. I just can't say it. You know wow. about this. It's that one? Yeah. And you got to smoke. So cool. Well, first of all, dude, you're not going to really practice with smoking, right? Well, I mean, I'm asking, what do I do? Uh, How do I, I would do this? I would ask an actor that had to learn to smoke that doesn't smoke. I'm not an actor, but I say get addicted. Yeah, can, but can you? But Lou, can, can you, you get addicted in two weeks? Yes, I feel, of course. I don't know. I feel like the first week you're gonna get a little sick, and then the second. I feel like you're gonna really start liking them as soon as you're done needing them. As soon as the movie's over, yeah, that's a problem. He's a good actor. I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, Lou and me would probably like you more if you smoked cigarettes. It would make you cooler. Can I? Kidding. Can I fake it? No. You have to fake it. You can't smoke cigarettes. No, guy. you really have to smoke. No, you no on the in the movie you smoke yeah. fake. It's not real tobacco. They use them in movies all the time. It's like tea leaves or something. It's like nothing in it. It's like just comes out like smoke, and you don't inhale it. I mean, it's just in your mouth. But don't. Bro, do not make bubble cheeks, guy. They will say cut and send you home. You know what I mean, you know what I mean Lou? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, you got to hold it in your mouth, but make it appear like it's in your lungs. And, and we need to believe it feels like what Lou just said to us to start this segment. <laughs> so, and, and even if you started smoking right now, you wouldn't feel that way about them then. So I wouldn't really smoke. I'm saying method acting. I got to believe you love it. And if, for you to love it, you got to feel it. You got to have smoke inside your soul. Hey, wow. you know, Lou's not lying. If Johnny Depp was listening right now, he'd be banging the table going, yes, DJ Lou, yes. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Billy Baldwin would definitely go with the tea leaves. <laughs> but I think really good actors that smoke on film are really smoking, and a lot of them get addicted as a result. 
Is that what you are? Are you a thespian now, or are you just a, a, a hugely famous, hilarious comedian that uh, gets does movies now? I, I would ju- I would like to think that I, I would like to play the part best as I can. However, for for me to come together and start smoking within two weeks, I have a question in regards to not only the actual act of smoking, but Lou, do you have a go to hand? That you have the cigarette in, or and do you ever switch? No, I have the go-to no. hand, and it, and if you don't yeah. make sure you clean yourself every day, or those fingers turn yellow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, you do. You do a nice scrub a dub dub, and uh, once in a while, when I've had to switch my cigarette to my left hand, it felt no different than doing something else with your left hand when you when you're younger. <laughs> you know, uh, for me personally, when I was a smoker, I um, big thing for me, my uh, I didn't I didn't like to walk and smoke. I like to, when I light up my smoke, I like to stand there or sit there. I don't like to be, you know, just walk and smoke. So, um, but I don't think your character's going to be able to make the, I no. know the guy who's directing this movie, you're going to be like, hey, so-and-so, you think I can walk? We can get the uh, camera on the tr-. So this is, so did they even tell you in the script, like, if you have a special lighter or how you light your cigarette, does it say he pulls out his, his Zippo or something? No, 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 no. It just says that he is smoking. In the scene, uh, we are now in uh, talks with uh, the PA to find out exactly what needs to be done. But I'm just trying to prepare myself if this needs to go down uh, for real. A, the act of smoking, and B, how do you hold a cigarette? Uh, is there is it in between the middle finger and the index finger, and are the the hands curled while it's resting. Uh, what is that? Is uh, it just a part of you? Yes, it's personal. The most, it's personal. Yes, it's the most expressive thing about me, anyway. Watch, yeah. watch like um, old movies where everybody smokes. You'll see that it's just as part of of their personality as the way they walk. I I used to like to smoke a lot. Like, how would I put it? If I if I have something else in my hand here, you you take the part that you're going to put in your mouth. And you just have your t- your thumb and your two fingers around. It's almost like like a straw, almost, man. It's hard to explain, but it's like I'm gonna take a photo of myself, Lou. Take a photo of your cigarette holder. Yeah, can you could you both take the photos, send them to me. We'll pop it up on the on the Pete and Sebastian show uh, uh, Facebook page, just so you see how Pete and uh, Lou hold their cigarettes. But I just need something to kind of I need a reference point. I'm gonna do the uh, half halfway hanging out off the lip. Like I, I need my hands right now to fix something. But hang on, cigarette. I'll be right. Oh, back. all right, James Dean oh. with your fucking raincoat. That's not how you smoke. I've been around you. You hover over like lurch, and there's just smoke coming out from the general area. <laughs> not in my mind. I look cool as oh, fuck. You don't. Well, let me give you a little reminder, guy. Oh, look! Here comes here Lou go. down the street. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. Here comes mine. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. I'm going to send this to both of you guys. God, I am fucking not good looking anymore. That fucking sucks. <laughs> but the, but I look, the cigarette looks good, though. Hold on. I'm, this is, you're going to like this. You taking a photo of yours, Lou? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a very, I have a very confident masculine hold. Okay. Dude, you should definitely carry around the cigarette starting now, unlit. Mm-hmm. And just constantly carry it around, practice flicking the ash, practice putting it in your mouth and pretending oh, you're inhaling. Oh, wow. I yeah. mean, wait, well, that's, I, I call that what, what Pete's doing here is like a, what is that, like a four finger grip on top with a thumb underneath? Yes, it's, yes, dude. It's the same way I drink wine out of a juice glass. I grab my cigarette, like, not dainty, not dainty. Oh, yeah, no, that looks like you. You you got problems. Pro- oh yeah, dude! Like, dude, it looks like I need that cigarette, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. you're on skid oh. row, and that's your oh, last dude. meal. Oh, oh come wait, on, Lou. Lou. Did you What's see Lou's? Lou's no, is, wait, no. Uh, is barely hanging off his <laughs> lip. What? The oh, fuck? Let's see. It looks like, like some. It looks oh, like some. <laughs> It's my Lou, signature you like, move. You look like a walrus that lost the tooth. <laughs> God. 
You ever see Andrew Dice Clay smoke where he swings his arm around uh, the smoke on the other side over his head? That's his, that's so, his signature. So what's on the lip? Oh, literally like a half inch, quarter inch? What's, what's on the lip? It's just barely about to fall off. That's how you smoke or that's how it rests? That's how it rests. But like, but like if you need your hands for something, it could stay there forever. Can we get another hand grab shot? Can we see a hand grab shot? Yeah. Lou, I need to know. Give me a, a shot like Pete, like when you're going in for the kill. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the point where you really love it. <laughs> yeah, because right now, bro, the way you got that cigarette in your mouth, I can't see your hands, but I would think there's a tab cola in your right hand. <laughs> you look like a suburban housewife from 1975, dude. I'm st- wow, that's impressive. I mean, it's just. Sits there Do you like have cigarettes in your house right now, Sebastian? You should have one in your hand, in your mouth right now. We we could actually we should need a hold. We should see a hold right now. What's your current hold? No, I don't I don't even have I don't have any cigarettes. I just kinda got this information, so I need to go out and, and, and get a get a pack. Well let me ask you a question. Based on what you've been told by your character, and Luke can attest and answer this, but um do you feel your character if your character was doing a podcast with us right now, and it had no cigarettes. That it, it would just keep doing the show, and then just quick go get cigarettes right after the show. He would go get cigarettes after the show. Yes, Lou, take it, Lou. Tell me the answer. No, he would bum it off of somebody on the street. He would. He he, he would stop oh. the show. He would stop the show. He and go. Per, honestly, the honest answer is a real smoker that can smoke while he's doing this show would not even put himself in a position ever, am I lying, Lou, oh, yeah. ever where he didn't have cigarettes halfway through the show. It just doesn't happen. That would, that would not happen, bro. I would, when I was smoking, I would run out of water before I'd run out of cigarettes, man. It's just, yeah. one time I was stuck in, I was in Montana camping with my wife. I was in a national park, and it was eight miles to get out of it. And I woke up one morning at the campsite at 5 a.m. Jackie was still sleeping. And I was like, holy shit, we're out of cigarettes. So there was this log house where rich people that don't want to camp can stay in this upscale hotel in the National Park in Montana. So I went to that. We'll address that in a second. And I I said, do you sell cigarettes? And they go, no, we don't sell cigarettes in the National Park. So I'm like, shit, I need cigarettes. I go, do you know where I can get them? And they go, there's a gas station just off outside the National Park, eight-mile drive. So at 5.30 in the morning, I got in the car and I drove eight miles and I was doing 80 in the National Park trying to get out to get cigarettes. And then I get pulled over by a female trooper, National Park chick, and she gives me a ticket for doing 80 in the National Park. She does one. I go, I'm sorry. I just thought everybody was sleeping, you know, and she's like, the animals aren't. The animals aren't. Oh, God. Oh, God. I got you, granola chick. And then I go, oh, I was just... (laughs) And the, I go, you know what the worst part is? I'm actually going to get cigarettes. Like, I was hoping maybe by some chance she'd be a smoker and relate. But, I yeah. mean, even then, I got a $170 ticket, and, and it took me all that time. But I got back to the campfire, and it was worth it, man. It was worth it. And that's how your character feels about cigarettes. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't know it was such a deal. Um, oh, my God. What do you think it is, a lifesaver guy? You better step up. It's a death sentence that you don't care about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, uh, we got lose hold. It's like a. Uh, oh, it's like a clothespin. It's a little on the fem side. I think <laughs> it is. Right. Look at the three dangling fingers. Oh yeah. That, that, like it doesn't match the walrus. No. It, it, it no. It doesn't match the walrus. It's got a. Well, Ooh, yeah, it looks like. I, it, uh, well, Lou looks more like a happy smoker. Pete, you look more like you're contemplating leaving your family. <laughs> Bro, I have a natural James Dean look about me when I'm with that cigarette there. I look like, uh, hey, you know, man, sometimes. I, I, you know, smoking my last cigarette of the day. Lou looks like, ooh, we still have three or more stores we haven't gone to in the mall yet. Can't wait to get back in, Nancy. Me too, Sally. <laughs> well, I can't help. Oh. That's just the way I look. So anyway, you can pick either hold, come up with your own hold. I mean, I know you know. Bro, come on. Who's, who's got a cool hold? Uh, I got to go with Pete on a cool hold. Yeah, definitely. But uh, That's what I would normally do. Oh, yeah. Well, that's 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 your your cigarette hold. You can't do anything about it. Right. 
You should yeah. talk to other actors. I'm well, just the, getting this info, man. You're the first guys to know this. Well, the problem is, um, they're all the real actors are probably going to tell you what Lou told you. And, you know, with the baby and all. And uh, I definitely wouldn't talk to Sean Penn. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's smoking right now. <laughs> That's cool, though, dude. Can we get it? I wish you had a cigarette. Should we see you with a pencil? Should we see something? I, I mean, uh, I'm really... Let me see what I got. Because I'm getting scared, man. Hold on. Let me, let me, uh, let me take a photo of uh, just a pen, something, a marker. Hold on one second. In the meantime, Lou, can you name or think of someone that is, who smokes really cool that you would recommend looking at photos for Sebastian for research? Uh, Robert De Niro in Goodfellas. Oh, actually, anyone in Goodfellas. Anyone. Uh, Pesci, too. Uh, you know who smoked, the, like, just incredibly awesome? Gary Oldman in, uh, it was a movie with Sean Penn and Ed Harris. It was based on the Irish mob. But any movie that Gary Oldman smokes in, he smokes cool. Matt right. Dillon smokes cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. we're telling, we're trying to do research, like what characters you can watch that smoke. Lou was saying, anyone good fellas. So you want to do my my hold? I'd like to see both your hold and then uh, going and taking a dive. Hmm. Pete, uh, were, here's yeah, what Lou. See. You were talking about the movie uh, State of Grace. Yes, State of Grace. Nobody smoked like Gary Oldman in that movie. You always were tougher than me, Jack. I always thought I was just crazier. Anyone out there who's on the bubble and you want to be inspired and you need a muse to smoke, go watch that movie. You'll be smoking by the end. <laughs> that's a healthy That's a healthy sponsor. This is the greatest show we've ever had, if, you, if you're me. Oh, well, listen, you know, unless, unless if we could top it with Eddie Vedder sitting on my lap, that'd be something, huh, Lou? I would hey, retire. Well, your lap, I should say. I would, I would go out on top, be like, all right, can't top this, see ya. Does he smoke cool? Eddie Vedder, yeah. And he drinks yeah. wine on the stage out of the bottle. Right, Lou, we're doing a thing about smoking, not getting into a whole Eddie Vedder number now. <laughs> all right, you're right. Just all right. Did you find a cigarette in the house or are we going with no, a pencil? It's a marker. All right, it's a marker. Here we go. That's still... <laughs> I can already tell. He's a bad. Yeah, you're a rookie. Well, Lou, what's what's the problem with the? It looks like you're uh, a kid at a schoolyard and you're trying it for the first time. Oh, Lou, throw fuck. me a resend on his. Oh, wait, here we go. I got. First of all, hmm. Yeah, yeah, man, you got your paws all over that thing, doesn't he, Lou? <laughs> yeah. God, give it some space if that's some cigarette could talk. It would say, get the fuck off me. God. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, it's not a lead pipe, guy. Yeah. It's, just... it's your friend for life. This is your partner. Yeah. Be friends with it. I mean, you look like when you picked it up, you said to it, get over here. <laughs> you, know, a... you should watch Dean Martin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm going to show another one now. I'm going to show the one you do when you're trying to think of something on how to say something. Oh, this is a nice move. Coming your way. Oh, I, I, think, I think this might be what? Eyes up in the air? Uh, maybe out of the side. I've seen this move. See, are there different smoke holds and moves for different, like, is there a smoke, uh, like, almost like, a period at the end of a sentence like yeah and then he said that to me and then you go for a drag yes, yes. oh god yeah it is timing it's key yes you want to make a you, point you know so many things you could do it's you you can use it as a you could yeah exactly you can use it as a pointer you know <laughs> <laughs> look at this one coming your way look at this one you come away it's like i'm looking at the guy and i just said right tommy you know what i'm saying billy <laughs> <laughs> Watch, you'll see, dude. This one's a beauty. Oh, God. Somebody call my wife and tell her I'm smoking again. <laughs> Damn, I want to get a movie where I smoke. Oh, yeah. No, this yeah is... <laughs> How many times do I got to tell you? Didn't I tell you? <laughs> now, the upside down. Yeah. Uh, okay, so for the listeners, Pete's hand is facing his palms up. He's got the cigarette wedged between his thumb and his uh, index finger, and the other three fingers are almost like fingering the air. Yeah. 
Uh, now Man, I feel like a, I feel like a swimsuit model, Lou. <laughs> me, me, no. Wally. Yeah, you, no. you really hit your stride what? with that one. That's good. Now, now, Pete, can you take that position and yeah. then and then right from there go into a smoke on all four on top? Oh like, yeah, can, you take just you flip take it around th- right into the mouth. Yeah, because you take those three that are dangling like that, like upside down dangle, and you just bring them forward, cup it, and then you bring the whole thing right up straight. And you're right back where you are. And you're right back. You just got to put that pointer finger right down the middle of the back. It's like you're running the pointer right down the spine of the little kitty cat. Your cigarette's a little (laughs) kitty cat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now more importantly, uh, and the listeners can't see this, you you got a surfboard in your house? What the (laughs) hell (laughs) is in the background? (laughs) What the Oh, I'm so what? glad we decided not to videotape shows anymore. <laughs> what the hell is that? I'm, 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 I'm still at work, right? I'm at the and then the writers, um, my office. Yeah. And we're, we're taping late at night, and there's really there's, at this point, there's nothing more for me to do. This, you know, I did all I'm supposed to be doing, but you know, some people are still sticking around, some aren't. So, so I sticking around, but I'm doing the show in my office. So, you know, I lock the door and stuff. And now, and I have that mat, and I'm like, let me just put that up by the blinds to give me a little more privacy. Now, that mat is what you're asking me what that is. Yeah. That's my nap mat. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did you buy that mat specifically to nap, or did you find it and go, this would make a nice nap mat? <laughs> no, that's a high-end blow-up mat that when you go backcountry camping... That that air comes out of that and it packs up to nothing in the back of your backpack, and oh. I brought it. I brought it with me because oh. the first couple of nights in my ha- in my apartment I had no bed, so I brought that until I got a bed and I slept on it. And then when I brought it to work, I was going to take it home, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just leave this in here. And once in a while, I roll up my sweatshirt and I lay down there and I plow out a nap. Wow, that's impressive. Man, anytime someone sends you a photo, you you always comment on the the other shit. Always, yeah. Well, I mean, background stuff. You look in the the, corners. Okay, if I, Pete, if I said, "Hey, Pete, dead center." (laughs) Pete, take a take a picture of your nap mat. This is the picture I'd get. (laughs) 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 That, That is true. <laughs> Man, I didn't oh. think about it when I took it. Damn. <laughs> so, so I'll have I'll have some cigarettes this week. I'm gonna be practicing all week with the with the cigarette hold and, and hopefully by next week I'll have something to show you guys on a video or whatnot. Still smoking cigarettes too, myself. They're up to nine bucks a pack now in New York City. And people are still trying to grub them. I was in front of a bar. Some guy walks by. He's like, can I get a cigarette? I'm like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore, bro. $9 a pack. Got a better chance of getting an eight ball of cocaine off me at these prices. I've been smoking a little weed lately just to save a couple bucks. The Pete and Sebastian Show. Do you guys want to uh, change it up here? I, I got kind of excited uh, that that Lou had put together a montage. Well, we all know what J.J. Watt means to the cast. And uh, the man went down again. I, I, you know, I'm not trying to make light of it or anything. Worked his ass off to get back. Things were looking up. And uh, I did text Watt, I'm sure. I know Sebastian talked to him. And I do want to say, you know what Watt texted back? Of course, thank you, and I appreciate the yeah. kind words. Uh, at least I have the Pete and Sebastian show to get me through. I mean, wow, is this guy, it's just it's future president, future president <laughs> of the United States of America. So uh, I said, Lou, let's, uh, let's put together, rightfully so, a little rocky, get it, feel better, and uh, see you on the other side when you're back killing it again. Inspiring stuff. I don't know, Lou, what yeah. did you make? For all I know, I, ma- I don't know. <laughs> I made a, an audio pep talk. For a uh, good man. A Let's pep back, talk. A pep talk. Let's get From him back on his feet. the Sebastian Show, created by DJ Lou for J.J. Watt. 
carrying the Texas flag. And the crowd goes crazy. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, wavy when I turn it on. And down goes Cutler. Watch number 99. Beats Bobby Massey upfield. He's got him, got him wrapped up. Look at him. Cutler hanging on. And, and watch like, that's a sack. Off in my city, off in my home. We're flying up no ceiling when we in our zone. Back to his center. That's oh. also Bodine, who got eliminated by J.J. Watt. And game that's over. J.J. <laughs> says game over. Got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Quick snap. Brady on a give. Gillisley. Hit behind the line of scrimmage. Check out J.J. Watt. Pumped to play the top team in the league. Everybody is going to see what we're all about. Third and five. And Smith throws, and it's short. Incomplete. And J.J. is now down. Well, the crowd is still, I mean, J.J. Watt is a, he's a folk hero here. And I think most of you know what he did in the aftermath of the hurricane. Wound up looking for a couple hundred thousand dollars in donations and wound up picking up almost 37 million. He's a folk hero everywhere in this country mm -hmm. right now. When you've been able to do anything you want and then that's taken away from you, it makes you question everything. Nature is smarter than people think. Little by little, we lose our friends. We lose everything. We keep losing and losing till we say, you know, oh, what the hell am I living around here for? I got no reason to go on. But with you, kid, boy, I got a reason to go on. And I'm going to stay alive. And I will watch you make good. And I'll never leave you until that happens. Because... When I leave you, you'll not only know how to fight, you'll be able to take care of yourself outside the ring, too. Is that okay? <clears throat> and if you ever get hurt, and you feel that you're going down, this little angel is going to whisper in your ear. He's going to say, Get up, you son of a bitch! Because Mickey loves you. Okay? Control our destiny. Win all three. One, two, three. Win. Let's go. Turn this place up. We are gonna roll over him like a bulldozer, an Italian bulldozer. I will. It's not quite done, but that's the gist of it. Hey, listen, I, I don't know what you're feeling, Pete, but I, not that this guy needs any motivation, but that, listening to that, I might literally cue that up every morning at 7 a.m. when I get up in the morning and, and blast it through Serafina's room as well. I feel like joining the, the NFL. Yeah, I hate to be the voice, and I'm agreeing with uh, Blake Sheldon to my right. <laughs> but uh, uh, halfway through, I'm not going to lie to you, I certainly wouldn't want that to happen to anybody, let alone myself. But I was, I was a little jealous. It wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want one of those someday as well. I mean, I really do. I mean, the Christmas oh, present. Can you, Lou? Can you make us high right reels for Christmas? <laughs> sure, I got plenty of Rocky clips left. <laughs> oh man, that was fantastic! Yeah, watch. Get back out there, man. We wish you the best, Lou. Great job. And I'm wearing his. I'm wearing JJ Watt sneakers, so uh, I'm inspired. 
I mean, with wow. the first half of that thing, though, it was like the CBS couldn't even make this shit this good. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, this is like the introduction to an ESPN 30 for 30. Easy, guys. I don't have the rights to all those. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Rocky uh... clips are like garlic, really. You know, you can never have too much. Just throw it in there. Throw it in there. I tried not oh. to go that route. Like, that, that's my hack move. But I'm like, find me better music and I'll do it with that. Yeah. yeah I mean, that that Mickey, uh, I was I was watching Rocky last night. Remember when Mickey this is Rocky one? Mickey comes over and uh, tells Rocky he needs a manager, and then Rocky goes and hides in the closet. Oh yeah, you remember that? Uh, uh, of course. Was, uh, Pete, is there a party going on over there? Oh, they're outside playing <laughs> wiffle ball in the hallway. Wait, what, you mean you mean you mean when when Rocky first wanted to work with Mickey, and Mickey said no, and then when Mickey came back, Rick, Rocky hid. Yeah, you know when 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 Mick came to his house and 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 he's going down the stairs and Rocky's like, I got nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. But stinks. The place stinks. <laughs> Lou, do we have? Can we we fire that scene up? That no, place stinks. Place stinks. <laughs> What about me, Mick? What about me, Mick? Uh, uh, dude, by the way, bro, Rocky won? What are, what are you even saying? It's Rocky. We don't put a one in front of the original. That's amateur hour. You threw me off. I'm like, was he? does he mean the second one? No, Rocky. Rocky it's won. just Rocky. No, it's Rocky. You I know say it says Rocky, Rocky but, but once there's multiples, you got to say it's Rocky 1. No, you don't, you don't say any numbers till Rocky 2. It's Rocky two, Rocky three, and so on. But Rocky one is just Rocky. Oh, okay, Rocky then. Rocky. Yeah. That's right. It stinks. That's right. It stinks. Sebastian wants to take a well, hold on so you can have a cigarette. <laughs> just getting you. You understand that your character would want one by now. Just know that. <laughs> I need your help about ten years ago, right? Ten years ago, you never helped me. You didn't care. Well, if you wanted help. I say, if you wanted help, why didn't you ask? Why didn't you just ask me, kid? Look, I asked, but you never heard nothing. Well, I, uh, I, uh, I uh, I'm 76 years old. <laughs> and, uh, uh Get you. Ten years you come to my house. Huh? What's the matter? You don't like my house? My house stink? That's right, it stinks! I have no baby from you! Don't slow around me! Talking about your prime. What about my prime, Mick? At least you have prime! I ain't had no prime, I ain't had nothing. Legs are going, everything is going, nobody's getting them nothing. Guy comes up, offers me a fight. Big deal. Want to fight the fight? Yeah, I'll fight the big fight. I wouldn't want to fight that big fight. It was going to happen to me. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. Now, Lou, yeah. this thing comes on last night, right around that that scene. And, you know, I know a lot of people say, Godfather, whatever, Scarface, Rocky comes on. They can't. But it literally stops you in your tracks. And. I ended up watching a good, you know, thirty minutes of the movie, and when Rocky goes back to that house he's got, especially with Adrian, yeah. there's a part in the movie where Adrian's on his bed all sheepish, mm-hmm. and Stallone's got his shirt off, and then he he kind of grips like I think it's a chin up bar, yeah, right, and he's talking to Adrian. When I yeah. first saw that movie. I asked my parents, could we put a chin-up bar in my room? Because I wanted to replicate that move with a girl. <laughs> Didn't he have a, a, a guinea tee on during that one? Yeah, he, yeah. No, he had a he, guinea tee on. Yeah, and he's, my, dangling, he's dangling his arms. His arms are hanging that, all, on it. <laughs> dangling yeah, his arms. And I'm sitting there going, the only thing in life that I want to do is get in a position where I could do that with a girl, just dangle my hands on a chin-up bar and talk to her, and I haven't got to do that yet. I know. Either that or you got to get yourself by a, a tree with a low-hanging branch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's hilarious.
hilarious, man. I tell you, and you know, from even let's not forget, Stallone wrote it, and just the idea, like to, to, as a as a the writing aspect to write. Because Mickey's eating crow in that scene, because Mickey would manage him, and now all of a sudden he's got a shot at the title, so now yeah. Mickey's got to come back and eat some crow. And, and Rocky writes, uh, Stallone writes in that Rocky's pissing, like just pissing while Mickey's going, I'm 78 years old, just whips out <laughs> his dick and pisses. <laughs> it's like, you're going to kiss my ass for three minutes, and then I'll train with you and we'll be cool, but for three minutes you can watch me piss, bitch. <laughs> it's right, it sticks! <laughs> Stallone was 30 in that movie. I didn't think he was that old. Man, I guess I didn't think about it. Yeah, 67 years old Stallone is right now. You don't want to know. Yeah, I want to know how come. You want to know. I want to know. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Because you had the talent to become a good fighter. And instead of that, you became a leg breaker. To some cheap second-rate loan shark. It's a living. It's a waste of life. Pete, what's going on with the with the cable? The, the at the how are you watching these Yankees games now at, uh, on the rooftop? What are you doing? <laughs> well, it's funny because first of all, uh, you know, as of this show, the Yanks are playing tonight because we start the show on Fridays. They're starting game one with Houston, but we came back, man. It, it was just unbelievable. I, I know we don't have all Yankee fans, so I'll keep it minimal. But Brett Gardner's at bat, most epic at bat I've ever seen in baseball. But, bro, this is what I wanted to ask you, because this is how I'm watching it. Remember, I told you, the old lady upstairs, sweetheart, Paula, lent me her TV. Yeah. So, she lent me a TV, and then I was going to give it back. The Yanks were down 2-0, so I'm like, all right, we're going to lose. I'll just give it a TV back. And then, the one night, I, I didn't get home in time. I'm watching a game at work. We win. So then, I'm like, well, i got to watch the next game. We won. I go home, and I'm watching it on her TV and we win again. So now we're going into game five. And I'm like, oh, man, this is crazy. I got to get the lady a TV back for a bedroom. What are we doing here? So I come home. And th- this is a little letter. Lou, can I get a letter reading music? That's under my, not, it's in my apartment, but it's, it's under the door from her house to my apartment. So it's not from, she didn't go outside. So it's like a note from one tenant, uh, one homeowner. It's one person to the other in the house. This is from Paula. Just wanted to tell you, the lights went out at 2.57 today. It's 4.11 now. They just came back on. The whole block went out. I just wanted to let you know in case you have to set clocks or anything like that, okay? Oh, and the Yankees are on, so don't forget to check. Have a lovely night. And go Yankees, LOL. P.S. Don't forget, if you ever need to do your podcast on Tuesday nights, just give me a shout and plug in up here. Good night, Paula. Bro, it's like I'm staying at a Motel 6, a four-star motel. I mean... It's a bed and breakfast. It's unbelievable. I mean, I I didn't mean for Motel 6 like it's not nice, but I just mean like... Because they do that thing, we'll keep the light on for you. But you're absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head. I'm at a bed and breakfast. The amount of care and thought that's going on over at that place is, uh, I mean, (laughs) you might as well bring your family out there and say, move in. (laughs) My wife wouldn't go near it. (laughs) But this is the dilemma I wanted to ask your opinion. So now I go home and I watch game five alone on that TV and it's awesome and we win. And now I can't give her back the TV because the only reason in my head that the Yankees came back from two down is because I kept the TV. It's like, you know, superstitious, and I got to keep watching them. So I'm going to keep this TV the rest of the run. She says, don't worry. I don't even watch TV in my bedroom. We all do. She's just being nice, and I know that, and I should return it, but I'm not going to because I really need it. Now, what do I tip in the next rent? For uh, what will probably come out to a three-week TV cable rental. Would you throw in a tip for that in the rent when you give the TV back? Yeah, you know what? I don't put it in with the rent. I leave the rent as is. I would do a side tip on this. It's got to be separate from the rent. So it's either... Well, you could very well have this TV for the next, what, month? No, nah, I would say three, yeah, full month total, full month total. 
So when you give it back to her, I think you give her a $100 bill. You're saving on a TV. You're saving on cable. 100 bucks to her for no TV, I think, is worth it. I don't think she would. Listen, if she really did watch TV in her bedroom, I think she would have said, listen, I need the TV back. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, let's be honest. A month between September and November, it's like uh, I just wiped out half of the primetime TV season. (laughs) 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 So so check this out. A couple side ones. This is the one that sometimes where I get my methods or whatever. I should have sent it to you. I I stayed in my mom and dad's stop for dinner last Sunday after a gig. And I did my laundry there and I had dinner with my parents. And then I split to come back here to work. My mom sends me an email, bro, the next day at work. You ready for this? Yeah. She says, this is all the email says, great to see you. Just wanted to email you to say, uh, we found, I found one of, your, one of your socks behind the dryer. You must have dropped it. If you give me your work address, I can mail it to you, or I can just mail it ho- to your home. Let me know. Love you. Great to see you, mom. I said, I texted back, Mom, I love you, but you're crazy. Throw the sock out. (laughs) (laughs) Is that crazy, dude? No, that's a a mom, though, man. That's a mom, because she's sitting there thinking the kid's got one sock loose at home. I have the other one. I got to pair it up. It's like... It's like you're you're four years old all over again, man. That's, That's how much they care. But, I mean, don't they know that we don't care that much about a sock? Don't matter. I'd let her send it. Oh, come on. You would let your mom mail you a black sock guy? <laughs> come on. <laughs> you know how how much that's going to mean to her that she paired up the socks through the mail? You don't think she got that text from me and told my dad, oh, God, thank God. Fred, throw the sock out. Holy shit. She you really think she said- was like, shucks, I really wanted to go to the post office and fucking overnight a sock to Gold Coast Studios. Paula would do that shit. Oh, Paula would have knitted me a sock over the phone. <laughs> it's it, done. Come up here and pick it up. I, I think this I think this is uh, your mother kind of saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'm still relevant in your life. You know, I mean, hey, I, I, I still could do things. Let me do this for you. Relevant? I just stopped over for dinner. I, 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 <laughs> I know, but maybe it's a way of her saying, hey, let me help you out. Oh, all right. Well, maybe you're right. Well, I don't know. So you'd be doing me a favor if you threw the sock out. I I, um, I want to ask you another advice question because this is yeah. an ultra. So long story short, I don't know how to. All right, I'm just going to go for it. Let the chips fall where they may. But uh, somebody was working on my vehicle and mm-hmm. the Tahoe. And when I bought the Tahoe, it came with brand new snow tires. And my mechanic told me that the tires on that are 22-inch rims, and that really they'd be tough to sell, really not going to find anyone who's probably going to want them. So I said, ah, all right, well, when I get the tires switched, maybe I'll just give them to you. Cool. All right. I'll take them, sure. So uh, I get to talk with my father-in-law and blah, blah, blah. He sees the tires. He's like, what, are you kidding me? These tires are worth money. And then he goes to the tire store for something else, and he goes, yeah, talk to the lady. She said you get like $1,000 for these in no time. Yeah. So he goes, just don't, don't get rid of them. I said, all right. So, uh, uh, oh, wait, bef- um, I'm sorry. Before that happened, though, my father-in-law, I told him about him. He goes, I think they might be worth money. Hold on. So then it's like quarter to nine at night. I'm watching the Yankee game, and Jack texts me, and she goes, um, so, so-and-so, the guy, is calling, texting, and he says tomorrow he can come by and pick up the tires. So I say to her, Oh, all right. And she goes, what should I do? I go, well, just text him back that you're going to talk to Pete and that Pete will be in touch with you about the tires. And she goes, okay. So she texts him that. He texts back, oh, because you promised me I can have the tires. Oh, God. Oh, God. Now, my question to you is, once a wife sends a text to a man telling that man that my husband will communicate with you. Yeah. If you're the guy receiving that text, don't you? The only thing you would text back to that wife is, sounds great, have a good night, take care, right? Yeah. If anything. Yeah. You, you don't. It's a shutdown. That's, I'm telling you that you shut it down with the wife and you deal with me now. Yeah. This guy. Uh, yeah. This guy. 
Uh-huh. Not only he don't get the tires from you, <laughs> you slash his tires now. <laughs> uh, no, come on. <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm God. just making sure because then I went to text I went to text him. Uh, why are you texting my wife at quarter nine at night asking her yeah. uh, to come pick up tires? But then I'm like, ah, you know, that looks, well, well I don't want to be confrontational. So I just texted him like, you know, hey, man, I'll get those tires. Uh, let me look into the tires. I think they might be worth something. If not, I'll get them to you. Yeah. But it was my way of saying, yeah, guy, my yeah. wife tells me everything right away. Okay. So yeah. you can stop texting her now and let her go back to watching her show, bro. Nice not move. cool, but that's not, not nice cool. Move. No, it's not cool at all. I don't like that this guy's got your wife's number. Oh well, it's it's an acquaintance. It's not. It's not. I it's don't not. care who it is. <laughs> all right, this guy shouldn't be going. I promise it. Well, since when did you like? Did you ever take anybody up on a promise? Like, uh, what is oh, it? Great no. school. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Uh, dude, That's I said that to Jackie. If somebody promised me something, I would just, every time they see them in my head, I'd be like, where's the thing, guy? But I would never, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I would never. And then when they do give it to me, I would still pretend I forgot the promise. Yeah. Oh, go, oh, right, the thing. Yeah, the tires. Thanks. I forgot. By the way, when you went, uh, uh, you lose the number if you were a smoker when you said that. The cigarette, am I right, Lou, would be up pointing at me as a pointer. You lose the number. <laughs> right? And Bro, give it an you, ash right after. Give it a little ash. Yeah. Listen, this isn't a movie role that you're auditioning for. It's a movie role that you have. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware of the movie and how awesome this is. Incredibly awesome. Um, and this is the kind of thing where right after this cast... You got to get in your car, go to 7-Eleven, pretend you got a brand, buy that brand, uh, pack it. I pack mine 11 times. Lou, do you pack yours? Until people tell me to stop packing it. It's packed. Pack them. You got to pack them, open it, and then just have it in your hand all the time now. All the time now. This is going to be a part of my everyday existence. And don't forget, folks, next week we are doing, uh, we are starting the Sebastian imitation contest which will last we'll say why don't why don't we say the last roof how, how many we should give him a good solid what three four weeks to get him in get him gathered yes i got like three already all right we're not playing all of them obviously but we'll have one big show and i was wondering are you guys interested in having a guest celebrity guest uh, that does impressions as a get uh, i would bet just keep it in house i'd like to make fun of everyone on the show yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, ship is I'm past. Sh- <laughs> ship is past. Ship man. is past. I won't even bring it up anymore. The show is the show, and the that's sh- that. I mean, it just doesn't work when we we bring in a third party. Yeah, it, it it's just not necessary. So how long? <laughs> that's hilarious to me. Seriously, but, it doesn't matter who the third party is. It could be no. fucking Justin Timberlake. We'll throw him out. <laughs> oh yeah, like you two would throw him out. I wore your shoes once. That's what hey, Sebastian would say. <laughs> Did you see my last special? I had your shoes on. Oh god. And Lou would lean over. I don't want Pete to hear this, but I love your music. Oh. You know you would. You should work with Eddie Vedder. I talk, I heard him say in an interview that he would work with you. He did work with him. They just had a festival together, and I will ask uh-huh. him about it. Shrew. So with this contest, again, we're judging for, obviously, originality, obviously sounding like Sebastian, and uh, anything else that tickles, that, that seems good. I don't know. I guess we'll know it when we hear it. Wanna, wanna, to get... Can I play one now for the people just to see how yeah. easy it is and give yeah. them a little play one now. taste of what it will be? Don Rigatone from Long Beach, California. The week ahead today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See how easy that is? <laughs> now, 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 they can certainly uh, thank you, Don Rigatone, man. That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> but they can also be a little longer than that. They don't have to just be one line. That will encourage people that you don't have to be a professional, you know, impressionist. Anybody could do it. Oh, well, I guess I take back my congratulations, Don. Apparently, Lou was using you as an example of how low the bar is allowed to go. (laughs) It gets lower. It gets lower than that. 
We do have a we do have a contest hotline. Okay, so guys, this is the number that you got to call for the contest. It's 937-738-3732. Call that and leave your uh, impersonation on that hotline and we will definitely play it on the show. I don't know, 2 3 weeks we'll give it. Well, depends on how many we get. Yeah, all right. That sounds good. It's going to be fun. Um, We're going to get a ton. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good. Um, this is this this is the uh, photo I just got. Uh, if you guys want to check your uh, your your messages, I was sitting here doing the cast, and uh, you know, just shooting the shit like we normally do. And I turned to my left, and this is what's looking at me, unbeknownst to me. Poor little girl's got to go to bed and wanted her daddy to tuck her in. Uh, I don't get, have the photo yet. You don't get the photo. I, you I sent it the same way you sent the smoking yeah, photo? Yeah, it's there. It's there. It's in your thing. It should be popping up at any minute. While it pops up, let me give you what's going down on the 2017 tour on my end. <coughs> Can't, November 2nd in Kansas City. November 3rd in Denver. November 4th in Phoenix, November 9th in Cincinnati, the 10th in Columbus, the 11th in Cleveland, SebastianLive.com for tickets. What's up, Pete? Uh, it's still loading here. I'm gonna, I get, <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Uh, well, listen, guys, the big one for me, again, it's next weekend now. And I'm very much looking forward to it. It's uh, I'm, uh, Gotham Comedy Club. Been a long time. Looking forward to getting back on stage. Friday, two shows. Saturday night, two shows, the 20th and 21st. And I just want to plug, some of you know already because you go to Mike Corielli on Twitter. But I go to that a lot, folks. So if you want to reach out, send me a message, um, you can go to Mike Corielli on my Facebook. And, uh, dude, I Lou, can we change the ending music? Okay. I just want to go out by telling you guys. All right, here we go. Oh, my God, dude. She's freaking so adorable. I can't wait to kiss those cheeks. <laughs> look at those cheeks. Those are exactly oh, what you don't man. want your cheeks to look at when you when you have smoke in your mouth. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't smoke yeah. her. Jesus. But, uh, yeah, awesome. Lou, can I get a little Leslie Gore? Is it possible to have a crush on a woman that's deceased? Because I do. Oh, wow. Do you know who Leslie Gore is? No. no, but she's old. Well, save this for the next show. Play this now, but think about it for the next show, boys. I want I want to know if you guys could go out for a romantic interlude with a woman that's no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you pick? Because I would... I, let, she reminds me of my wife here, Leslie Gore, man. If you guys don't listen to this, she's old school from the 60s. Crank this shit. You'll love it. I'm ending, guys. I want to say... Sebastian, congrats on the movie. I can't wait to hear more about it. I had a fantastic hang with you two once again, and thank you for that. You guys are great. We'll see you next week. The show has ended. Unexpected things going on in the United States, such as last uh, the the Las Vegas thing, uh, hurricanes that are hitting shore, uh, natural disasters, uh, earthquakes fires harvey weinstein shit's fucking happening man (laughs) (laughs) harvey weinstein's grabbing ass so you gotta get dry food